What are we going to do? I don't know. What are we going to do? Ready, set, go. On your marks, get set, go. <laughs> All right, so here we are. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> um, so this is uh, technically the first podcast that we're going to do. We'll say this is our first regular season podcast. First regular season podcast. Season one, episode one. The first was an exhibition. Yeah, it was a it was an exhibition game. Remember to look at me this time. I know, I know. I had a hard time. Like, I I see myself in there, and I'm just so distracted by, by myself and what I'm doing. So I to look at you. What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what What are we doing? Why are we here? What 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 is the purpose of this? I think it's cool that we each have our own mics this time. I, yeah. The sound absolutely. is going to be a lot better. A lot better. Because we put a, a, one mic in the middle of a table about this big. A, a little smaller maybe but. yeah and uh yeah and we got maddie boy over there just helping us with our pa pa matt special shout out to matthew Stileric. he does photos and videos and he plays in bands and he's a really cool guy mm-hmm. he's an amazing drummer Fo- follow him on instagram i think his instagram is at i'm maddie boy 69.ca it is speaking of maddie boy can you hit me with the water I'm already getting perched. What are we at? Am <laughs> <laughs> I almost done this? <laughs> so, um, yeah. What uh, What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about Let's talk about how our week was. Let's Monday to Friday. Let's talk about things that have been on our minds. You know, maybe what we did, kind of. I'll you know start. where we're going. Yeah. I had uh, my first production video shoot. We had three cameras going. Sweet. Two Sony NXs, an Osmo. Uh, we had a boom set up, which went directly right into the camera, so it's not like you have to sync anything, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, everything's already done. Everything's already done. But uh, I, I honestly, I want to reshoot everything. <laughs> that, that is how every shoot goes, I want to reshoot it all. <clears throat> Probably going to use it, but I would do so many things differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, that's part of it. That's part of the gig. It our, is. Our next cam, uh, multi-cam shoot will be our ghost interview. Mm-hmm. Which is hopefully going to be coming up next week. Yeah. We just got out of class an hour ago, finished you know, scripting, wrote video questions of what we're going to ask our interviewers. Um, yeah, we're going to get an actual studio. It's going to be professional. It's going to be Let's really, really good Let's tell people a little bit about the ghost thing. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's start back at, at the beginning. So around, I would say, maybe October-ish uh, 2017. Or was it 16? It was 16, 2016. Wow. Okay. Uh, so around that time, I wanted to get into the Ottawa Jail Hostel to uh, basically, like, investigate. Just spend the night there just to see if, you know, if any weird or creepy things happen. And I wanted to, like, make a vlog sort of video out of it. Um, so I posted this big status on my Facebook, and then somebody that I know here shared it with uh, this person who's part of a paranormal investigation team, Taylor, who we know now. Um, so Taylor put me in contact with Dan, who's the leader and founder of Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find them on Facebook. I believe it is uh, Ghost Canada, I believe. Might, there might be periods between the ghost part. That might even be for Instagram, but we'll link it. Mm-hmm. We'll link it in the bottom of the video. Um, anyway, so I went and I applied to be on the team because I said, eh, why not? What's, what's it going what's it gonna hurt? So, <clears throat> so I met up with Dan, and he gave me the interview. He asked me like what my strengths and my skills and all that kind of stuff were. I talked to him about like my video and like my experience with exploring haunted places, like from my um, 
from my hometown. Which, which, what, what were some of those? Uh, well, Parts Island is the biggest one. Um, we're so photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually kind of caught something there. So a quick little backstory. So Partridge Island was a pest house or like a fever shack for uh, settlers coming from mostly Europe. So they would come here and they would go to Partridge Island um, to be tested for like any sort of like diseases or the biggest one at the time was typhus fever. A lot of people were dying of it. What's that? Um, it's basically this this disease. It's a it's a it's a disease and it just basically gives you a fever. And you know, this was back in like the, the late 1800s. So Sorry? So you're finished. Yeah, like the, with, <laughs> the, with the, the medical advancements, you know, 200 years ago, they didn't quite have, you know, all the, all the stuff that we have now. So a lot of people were dying. They'd like fetch some leeches. Fetch some leeches, what does that mean? They used to put leeches on the body to suck out like bad blood, like really tactic they used. That's really? Yeah. I've never heard of that before, that's, that's okay. pretty cool. So back to your story. Okay, so anyway, so Partridge Island, people were coming here, they were being treated. Some of them were, were treated, some of them weren't. I think it was something like, like 1,200 people died, which out of the like 30,000-ish, I don't know if these numbers are real or not. Um, but out of the like 30,000 that, that came there per year, only 1,200 had died. So the, the doctor was able to cure, cure and treat uh, a lot of the people that were coming in. So this was a hospital you're talking about? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a hospital on an island. So like, it's right in the Bay of Fundy. So people had to come here, be tested, be that treated. That sense because they, yeah. it was a, um, uh, you'd go there first and then if like exactly. it was a quarantine area. I it, guess. That's exactly what it was. It was a quarantine zone for people who might have been sick. So right. once you were cleared to go, boom, you were allowed to come to Canada. You were allowed to be in St. John, New Brunswick, which is where I'm from. Is that how you got here? It, it is, yeah. 200 years ago. I'm a time traveler, <laughs> didn't you know? So what did you, so like what kind of things happened? Um, okay, so it's uh, like this place has been shut down for a while. Like we'll say, I don't know somewhere between 50 and 100 years like no one really goes there it's it's all fenced off it's illegal to go there but uh almost every child who was born in st john new brunswick goes there and explores so there's you know broken glass uh like graffiti like it's completely destroyed it's 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 not a pleasant place to go and look at but it's really really cool because there's tunnels and you can kind of see like the old buildings and like where the old hospital was and all that kind of stuff so I went there with my camera one time and I'm in the in the tunnels in the basement and I'm just, you know, taking pictures with my flash because it's, it's pitch black down there. Uh, and there's one picture that I was looking at and if you zoom in, like to me, it looks like there's just like a little boy standing in the corner with like his arm on a pole and he's like looking at you. And like, I thought that was kind of weird. I posted it on my Facebook. Everybody was like, that, I like, see that. yeah, like some people were, were kind of like, um, like some people thought that it was just like graffiti on the wall, but like there, there was no graffiti like in that part. Like maybe it was like mist or like like smoke or something. Did you, or... Did you show it to Dan ever? I did. Yeah, it was it's, um, inconclusive. Like Dan's not sure. Like he thinks it could be matrixing, yeah. because once you point it out to someone, then they can see it. You yeah, know what sure. I mean? So and that's and that matrixing is a big thing, um, which we actually learned about from doing investigations with ghosts. Yeah. Because like our brains are, are are wired to to recognize patterns and and uh, since we're children like little look babies and like infants we recognize faces first like that is the first shape that we recognize so if you point out a face in something like whether it's like a photograph that could be 
like a ghost or like you know in a haunted area if you point at a face people are gonna be like oh yeah that's a face or if you see it in a cloud or like on the moon like there there are many accounts of of matrixing like all over yeah Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like what got me into this whole like wanting to know more because i personally don't believe in ghosts but i like the idea that you know maybe spirits you know pass on but the residual energy of that person can remain and can still like live in you know, the places which they existed in. It would be so cool <clears throat> if we could find a scientific explana- explanation for, like, what people see and what people experience. Yeah. Like, exactly like that. Like, there is none right now. You know, we've, we've refer to, we refer to it as supernatural. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's basically what it's qualified as right now. Supernatural. Um, but apparently, like, I don't know if this is right or not, but I have heard that it's 50% of the population believe in ghosts, 50% don't. Yeah, so... That's a big number. Yeah, it's like one in every second person. Do you believe in ghosts, Adam? I believe. I actually will... I'll, I'll say I'm on the side of yes, only because I would believe in some sort of energy passage. Some, there's got to be some sort of scientific explanation, which for anything to exist, I feel like there has to be. Absolutely. Some sort of law of physics that allows it to happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but could ghosts exist? Yes. As long as they are able to exist within this. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a really hard time believing in things that I can't, like, see and, like, fully understand. Like, this table, for example. I can fully see this table, and I can touch it. I can feel it. I know this table exists. Where, like, if somebody comes to me and they're like, I thought I saw a shadow person walk down the hallway, I'm kind of like, ah, uh, okay, prove it. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to see this this shadow figure. I need to be able to, like, almost, like, study it in a sense, like, like just like observe, like capture it, document it. Ghost book, get the Ghostbusters involved. You so know? that's basically what we're trying to do here. Yeah, we're not trying to catch them yet, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but we're definitely trying to document these things, or we're at least trying to document things that have happened and that have been on TV shows now, mm-hmm. and then f- debunk that and be like, hey, you know, like this is this is what's really happening due to these electromagnetic yeah. pulses, whatever. Light, light orbs being another big one too and like dust particles yeah. so like like I've gone on, on YouTube and I've seen so many people who have you know posted stuff where they're like they're in their garage and they see like dust particles flying and they're like oh my god there's so many ghosts in here and they're freaking out but it's like to me I'm like okay number one most likely dust and most likely light reflecting off the dust mm-hmm. but the thing that like that really gets me I guess is like if you see like a light orb and it kind of like it's erratic you know what I mean like there's no like it doesn't go with the wind or it's not steady like okay maybe that is something you know maybe that is some kind of like energy thing there but I can't I can't prove it like we can't prove it nobody can prove it so I can't believe in it therefore yeah. just one of those things I guess well that's what we're kind of on the search for I guess that is the that's what we're trying to do yeah anyway we've been on five yeah something like that and uh, there's some more coming up. How are your investigation skills, you feel? They've improved a yeah, lot over the year. Good. Like As well as our, our videography skills, too, because like, we were hired to go and, like, film and document everything to the best of our ability. And it's like we have this system down now where we show up, make sure everything's charged, we get the shots that we need. Um, like, we even, I think we storyboard stuff out for the Willow Inn, and we got all the shots that we wanted to get, which, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very cool. Mm-hmm. And basically, we, we came on board as videographers. Yeah. But 
they basically have been training us slash really needing us to become investigators. When you're out there, mm-hmm. even if you're a camera guy or whatever, I mean, you're in a haunted house. Yeah. So you kind of have to learn the tricks of the trade and you have to be part of it. For example, when you're walking through, you bump your leg on something, you mark and you mark it. You say, oh, you I the tag. Yeah, exactly. Bumped into something. That's what that noise was. Yeah. Like your stomach growls. Oh, sorry guys. My stomach just growled. You tag that. So when you're reviewing, you don't think it's actually yeah. something else. Um, but I've noticed, like, I don't know about you, but like for the, we'll say like 70% of my career with Ghost, I was not asking questions. I didn't want to get involved. I was just a guy behind a camera. But like now that we're going on more and like cooler stuff is happening, yeah. I'm asking questions. I'm like trying to get involved. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll hand the camera to uh, Elliot and stand in front of it for a little while and do some things. Cause I like, go do your thing. You know, we're the videographers because we know how to document things and whatever but it doesn't mean we can not, not hand the camera to somebody for a second and and participate in a in a deeper way yeah exactly which we should do probably more mm-hmm yeah yeah I like it yeah anyways okay back to the hostel story okay okay so um yeah so I somebody had put me in touch with Dan I did the interview they all agreed that I was going to be a good fit to the team because I didn't really have like a good like a solid videographer for somebody to come out and shoot everything. Um, so they, they did that. And then I brought you on board to like give me a hand and we ended up going out and shooting everything. Like we have so much stuff documented, so much footage, hundreds, a couple hundreds of gigs of footage for each, each investigation. Um, the, how many have we done? So Notman. Like Notman. Yeah. Hostel. Willow. Oh, Fort uh, Wellington. Fort Wellington. The Willow. The Willow. The Trinity. Trinity. I feel like we're missing one. That's, that's fine. I did a private investigation, but I feel like we're still missing another one. We, we, did, we did Notman, and then we did... We went straight from the hostel to... Oh, maybe we did. Like I thought there was one in between the hostel and, and Wellington. Like, I could have swore there was one. No, I can't think of it. Yeah, one. maybe there wasn't. That's it, five. Yeah, maybe it was just the five. I saw summer adult or like weekend things though, where we'll go for two days, mm-hmm. and that seems like its own secondary investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's minimal sleep. It's, yeah. Yeah. We're staying up past four or five in the morning sometimes, and if a lot of things go down, um, you're like thinking about it. Yeah, so you're not sleeping like, for another few hours after that. Yeah. So like sometimes you get to sleep at like six, then you're up at like eight or nine. The last one we did, the last one we did, we all ended up staying together, like in the same room, (laughs) couches and whatnot. Yeah, we was a little freaked out after what we experienced the last time, which unfortunately we can't really talk about yet because it's... The episodes are in production. They're in production. Yeah, so we're going to, for every single one of these five investigations that we're talking about, we're going to shoot some sort of video, whether it's a five-minute video or a full, you know, webisode or even an hour long. Yeah full-on documentary whatever the case may be we're gonna do one for each of the investigations mm-hmm. which the jail is coming soon the jail will be out in a, a few months i think the jail episode well it'll be like the preliminary one which we're doing for that for school like that should be out in two weeks two and a half weeks realistically but then what else do you want to do with it want to do more with it don't know Let's start with that. Let's see what we cover. Let's see what we can fit into, you know, five to seven minutes. And then, you know, maybe we can dive deeper into, you know, the window opening 
which if, if, if the viewers, if you guys haven't seen the video, go into Ghost's Facebook page and watch some of the videos. There's a video of a window opening by itself and then closing by itself later, yeah. which we went back to investigate, but we're not going to tell you about that because you have to wait for the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely some really cool things. And just if you hear anything, we're actually shooting this in um, in a boardroom at the college right now. Yeah, as we speak. Yeah, is- just just finished class at three. We got into this boardroom at three. Took us I don't know thirty minutes, thir- an hour. Yeah, an hour to like eat, set up, you know, get ready, and here we are. Yep. So, <clears throat> what else? Tell us. Tell me more about just life stuff. Let's go off of ghost and media for a bit. Life stuff. Hmm. What? How's your diet been? Diet? Yeah. Man, it's hilarious. Literally every week, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start eating better. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try and cut sugar out, you know, fats out, um, like all that kind of stuff. And then I usually I'm good until about lunch. So like I'll have like a nice breakfast, and then I'll start eating like you know crappier food, like with like you know cheese and. Kind of like crackers. Yeah, I don't really like <laughs> <laughs> or like pizza. And then um, and then it's like, well, you know, I've I've already messed up, so I might as well just keep eating terribly. And this is like a process that I go through every day where I wake up and I'm like, okay, I wanna eat better. I'm gonna try to eat better, but for some reason I just like I don't feel full. Like if I eat really healthy food, I, I don't feel completely satisfied. It was like that week that I went vegan. How was that? Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> like, as somebody who eats three big meals a day, terrible. So you didn't feel like you were getting everything? Like, did you still feel hungry? Yeah. Was it hard to eat, like, that many vegetables to really satisfy? Yeah, well, the near the end, near the end, I found that beans were the most, like, satisfying thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, I could eat a pot of beans, and, like, I would still be hungry, but if I ate, like, a pot of vegetables, like, steamed vegetables, I would 100% still be hungry. Yeah. Like, I could totally eat, like, four or five of those, but I'm not gonna... Yeah. I really would like to cut down on on meats, and really, there's more of the factory farming stuff. Just, once you watch it, it's just so hard to... I don't know. To keep going. To keep going. Yeah. It's but it's also super hard to stop, too, so we're just, like, in a conflict. But hunting helps, you know, wild mm-hmm. game, um, mm-hmm. harvesting your own meat Cause something we, that you can we do. We both have people in our family that are hunters. Yeah. Wild, yeah. I love wild game meat. I, deer, moose, I haven't, that's really all that I've, I've tried. I know somebody that went to a wild game dinner. Wow. She said she tried, like, ten different things. Wow. Animals. Used, they used to be things. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Yeah, because, like, my, my brother is, like, he works, sleeps, and hunts. That's it. That's all he does. This dude is obsessed with hunting. He's got so many guns, which he takes me out to shoot off every now and then just because it's exhilarating. Because, um, like, I personally, I could never kill anything. But, like, he has this thing where he'll go and hunt, and if he if he gets something, he eats the entire thing. Like, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't waste it. Like, he won't leave it there. Like, it's not, it's not a, I don't want to say sport. Like, it's not... Like the fun, it's it's the whole it's the whole thing where you respect the animal, you respect its life. You go, you take it, and then you consume. Oh yeah, it's a full on yeah, experience. It's yeah. So like, we, there is something that you get out of it mm-hmm. more than just meat and more healthy meat. Yeah, you get a feeling of fullness of like fullness not in your belly but in your life. Like yeah, in your spirit and soul and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. While you're eating it, you're just you're just like man, I, I what I went through to to do this. 
I actually had to harvest the animal myself. You know, you got to skin it, you got to prepare it, mm -hmm. you got to cook it, and now now you're eating it, and you it just makes you really uh, appreciate it a lot more. And absolutely, it's just it's a lot different from going to a grocery store and yeah, just grabbing it off the shelf. Yeah, I, uh, I personally I think hunting wild game is I don't want to say more humane, but I would say that it's better. Oh, it's hundred percent more humane. Yeah, as as compared to like farms where there's just like hundreds of cows and their lives are strictly just to be milked and slaughtered that's it hunting wild game personally i think is way more humane than doing that because at least you know that the animal whether or not like whether you take its life or not you know that this animal lived a solid life to be where it's at right now as mm -hmm. a muscular you know animal in the <laughs> wild and that's just like the circle of life. I mean, that thing is lucky that it's alive. Like everything's just being eaten out there. <clears throat> the fact that these animals even get to that age mm -hmm. is is a, is a miracle. We're literally yeah. just coming in and, and taking what we need. It's all gonna happen anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like for example, like maybe if you were if you were born into it, but right now, if you went out into into the woods, everybody like okay, let's society. Let's let's play this scenario out. Okay. Society completely disappears. There's no buildings. There's no technology. There's absolutely nothing. Like no clothes. Everything just vanishes. It's just all the humans are still here, but technology gone. Technology. Everything that humans have designed and built is gone. It's just us and nature. We'll say like a solar flare hits and uh, cuts everything out. Or like Doctor Evil or something like that goes and just warps time. And Elon Musk yeah, goes e crazy. E <laughs> He's a real evil scientist. Elon Musk immediately destroys all technology. So like, how long do you think that you could survive in nature okay. with other humans also trying to survive? Right off the bat, half of us are going to die from starvation because yeah. there's factory farms shut down, um, and all that. Like, yeah, we're all going to. Starts to size. How many people? Seven billion, or more than seven? Yeah, billion? like somewhere around seven billion people. Well, That's I mean, a lot like of mouths to feed. Yeah, there's a and it's a lot of mouths to you know keep safe from from nature. Because you got to think of like how are we gonna survive in Canada here in you know minus thirty weather during the winter. I think half go from starvation. Yep. From whatever that, the other half go from getting murdered somehow <laughs> or killed for their food or disease or. Then there's diseases. When people do get sick, now we don't have medical attention. We have nothing. Yeah. Um, we have people who know things a little bit, and people who know nothing at all. And those people are going to have to rely on the other people, uh, those other people. Mm -hmm. um, it it would be chaos, honestly. Yeah. It would be chaos. I I didn't, What would you do? What would you do in well, that situation? Here's and then what would I do? I yeah. mean. Like anything else, like anybody else, I think you would just try to guard what you got to, to you know, have what you have. Don't go outside, stay in your house. There's uh, no houses. Okay, stay in your cave or yeah. stay in your tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, basically, that's what they did. They would form clans. Like, you have to have clans. You have protection. Mm -hmm. You know, you protect your protection in numbers. So you'd have to, you'd have to partner with people and yep. create societies little mini societies where people do different things and then some, there's going to be a problem. There's going to be a lazy person who's not pulling their weight and mm -hmm. everyone's going to vote. <laughs> and and vote, vote them off the island. <laughs> vote them off the island. Then they're going to get voted off the island and they're going to want revenge. They're going to come back and mess a bunch of shit up and it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. Or then there's the other side. 
maybe we have no faith in humanity. And what if everybody just goes, okay, well, let's sit down and figure this out, guys. That's what we do. Honestly, that, that is what humans would do. I think that's what we more would do. The whole, I think the whole crazy sporadic apocalypse thing um, is, I think it's almost more of a fantasy than a reality. I think we're pretty... Yeah. Um, like, I, I genuinely believe that there would be a period of chaos. Like, there would have to be. Like, right now, like if we were just stripped of all technology and everything humans have ever created, and we were just forced to live in, in the elements there would be a period of chaos. And like, like you were mentioning, like starvation, you know, disease, like, like you, like maybe you see somebody who has a lot of food and you haven't eaten in four days. You're going to try and take that food. I'm going to try and take you that food. You get desperate. You exactly. Like when you're desperate, you don't, you don't think rationally. Absolutely. You got so like, people with babies trying to feed their babies. Oh my God. They're going to come and, and do something that yeah, they're, they're they, thinking clearly about. Yeah. Like, like personally, like if I, if I, was a father and I had a young child and with a wife, I would do anything in my power to provide for them. Mm-hmm. If I had to kill, I would probably kill another human for them. I think, I think we'd all have to do like, do it. It's the circumstances. Yeah. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, man, maybe I've just seen way too many movies. Like maybe it would be, it wouldn't be like as intense as that. Like maybe it would be like chill because you know, like the pollution, you know, wouldn't be like hindering plant growth and, you know, we're not tearing down forests to, to build buildings. So maybe more things like more fruits and vegetables, and like natural things that we can eat would, would occur. So maybe it would just be like a field of food. So maybe it wouldn't be as bad as we think, as bad as we think it is. I feel like uh, living off grid living should be like taught in schools. Yeah. So it should be like a subject yeah. off grid living. So like all these people that do live off the grid right now, which there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fine in that circumstance. They know how to run a perpetual lifestyle with very little, um, con- cons- consuming very little, you know, yeah. producing everything that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, Minimal waste, recycling, yeah. like all that stuff. Like they have these, you know, self-sufficient homes and areas that they could literally survive and be happy like forever. Here's actually a cool point that I think I saw this in a, in one of those shows where this lady was saying... Uh, she would like she assumes that other people are going to try and ask for water you know come to her property she's a prepper she's all ready to go so what she said is she would dig holes or like with and put stuff underneath rocks a little medication medicine little mm-hmm. health care package and if somebody came and was like we need help and you know when she saw them she's like well i gotta you know you have to leave i got a gun on you and yeah. you gotta get out of here but we need water you need water okay Dig it up under that there. rock, and they're yeah. like, uh, "Oh well, we actually we need this too." And it's like, "Okay, it's starting to get sketchy now." We gave them the water; they're still asking us questions. Like, yeah. well, like they're obviously into it more. But if they say, "Okay, give me the water," you have water, thank you, and they leave, you know, then you then you kill them. Twist in the plot, twist yeah, in the exactly. story. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a good tactic. Absolutely. Yeah. You still want to help people, but you got to protect yourself too. Exactly. And, that, and that's the thing is like, how much of yourself do you, do you leave open for somebody else to take advantage of you? So like in a situation like that, like I, yeah, that would be a perfect scenario. That'd be a perfect option. Okay. So you just said you'd never kill anything. No. So how would you go ve- vegetarian or would you partner up with a hunter? Good question. Now we're adding trading into the mix. 
Yeah. Here's actually something I know one of my, my good friends, Joe, he has his all the survival pack. He's got a plan. He actually went and bought a vest on eBay which has got pockets all over, like military-style yeah. vest. He's, he was telling me he wanted to buy four of them and set each one up with something different. We had one that was a builder, one was a medic, one was a hunter, and the other one, I think, was the protector security guard. So he would like if some, he would be the biggest guy. Yeah. And if we came into conflict with something, you send him in, and he's got a baton or... A machete. Machete. <laughs> you know, and with those, with those four alpha males... You know, you can pretty much do anything. Mm -hmm. um, I have never killed anything yet, but I'm in the process of doing that. I want to get my hunting license. I want to go and shoot something. And yeah. if you shoot it, you gut it, you know? You, you got to do it right there. Yeah, you so got you you to eat the whole thing too. Not everybody uh, prepares it. It's butchers it. Not everybody does yeah. it. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine, but I want to learn how to do that too. Mm -hmm. I want to butcher all, all of my animals. Mm -hmm. And I would like to get to the point where I go out and... You know, get a couple of animals. My dad gets some animals, and we're set for the year. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do any factory farming. But that's eating meat like a couple times a week, also, which I think is yeah, that's fine. You know, you don't need meat with every meal. No. But um, yeah, so I think I, I I know how to build stuff. I did trades for ten years. Will it keep going if it says that? When did that happen? Just now. Just now. Yeah. Okay. How long has mine been on it? Oh, it just happened. Oh, I think it does cap out at like, eventually it caps out. Okay, sorry ladies and gentlemen, our cameras just stopped. We yeah. are back to our regular schedule of programming. Yeah, so whatever the timing is right now, like they do eventually stop, but. Okay. Uh, where were it's we? Third, about 30 minutes. Cool. Okay, so hunting. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I wanna learn how to, how to hunt. Yeah. I can build stuff. I was roofing for 10 years, interlock. I know I can build. Mechanics too, I'm like, I would give myself like, Above average mechanics, but I would mm -hmm. not call myself a mechanic. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Mm -hmm. uh, like a hack job, I'd say. No. <laughs> no or like just, a, a tinkerer. Yeah. yeah a yeah. tinkerer. I can make stuff work for a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, but it's, it's not perfect. It's like yeah. a band-aid kind of thing. But anyways, yeah. I'd, I'd be screwed, honestly. I have <laughs> spent, you know, like the first little bit like of my life, like the first half of my life, I was constantly outside, in the woods, building stuff, building tree houses. Um... You know, like I'd go fishing and camping with my with my family, and like I learned like all of that stuff. The last half of my life was dedicated to technology and video games and cameras and you know learning computers and and all that kind of stuff. So, I uh, maybe it would come back. Maybe in a situation like that, everything would come back after a few tries. You know, I'm sure I'd be able to build myself a nice little cabin or like a nice little excuse me, a nice little house again. I'm sure, I learned how to fish. I just I I don't want to kill anything though. That's my problem. Like not even a fish. No, I can't. Oh, I did you've once. Never even killed a fish. I, once, and I told myself I would. I was probably twelve. My dad was teaching my brother and I how to fish, how to kill it, how to gut it, how to cook it. I did all of that, but I'll never. It's just I don't know, man. Like when you gotta when you gotta kill the fish, you gotta take it and you gotta snap its neck. I just like chop its head off real fast. That's it, yeah. That's that's another way to do it. But I don't know, man. I just... Something in me was just... It would not... Like, I, I can't do it. Like, it's, it's not for me. Some call... What about a lobster? Would you cook a lobster? A live lobster? See, that's a completely different thing because I've done that, you know, dozens <laughs> of times. No problem. Yeah, people... It's, it's different, I guess, when it's seafood. It's basically a bug. 
Yeah. You know that? Like a lobster is like a big yeah. bug. Ocean, ocean. Ocean bug. Ocean bug. The ocean bug. They say too, t- instead of just throwing it into hot water, because that is in, inhumane, kind of, I'm sure. Um, Absolutely. Could you imagine being <laughs> thrown into boiling water? Exactly. Jesus. So what you do is you put it in the water, and room temperature water, and then you turn it, so you boil it yeah. with, the, with the water, and apparently it just it doesn't notice at that point. It's, it's called the frog... Yeah, I, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, because like if you if you put a frog in in normal water, it's not going to feel it. But if you throw a frog in frog in hot It'll boiling water, out. it's going to jump out. But if you gradually turn it up, the frog will will stay in it and eventually boil. And eventually just boil and die. Yeah, frog like soup. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that pretty much concludes that that segment. Yeah, I think that pretty much concludes that segment. Yeah. Okay, on the topic of, of you know, weird, disappearing technology things, let's talk about the opposite. Let's talk about technology and what it has in the future. And a really, really good example of this is Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. You're a big fan of, so you're, good. You're a big I've, fan of Black Mirror? I've seen them all, yeah. Yeah, same. What was your, I don't want to say favorite, but what was your most memorable, like, episode or scene from Black Mirror? I liked the first one a lot, episode one. Nosedive? Nose Star Wait, Trek one. Oh. Of, of season, of season of four. Of season, okay, of season, yes. Episode one of season four, the so Star Trek one. It starts off with um, like old style ratio, old style filming, like Star Trek concept. Yeah. And then goes right into this guy's normal life in high definition. And right off the bat, I was like, oh, it's some sort of simulation. I'm yeah. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. That, so that was really cool. And it actually ended in a really cool way, too. It's just, mm-hmm. they go there, you know? Yeah, was, without giving away too much of the story and stuff like that, um, I really like how it was a whole, like, simulation thing that this guy was controlling because, honestly, I think that if any of us were in that sort of scenario, we'd get bored, and eventually we'd want to, like, be in control of of the simulation. So yeah. we would be, you know, like, forceful. Like, oh, you guys are going to do what I want to do. This is my game. You guys are going to play how I want to play. It would be a slippery slope. Yeah. And you know what they say is absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> but... <laughs> did, I, did I not say that right? I, I think that's a tweet right there. <laughs> what is What is the real one? Um, with great power comes great responsibility. Is no, it the no, Spider-Man no, no, no. one? Mine's a real one, too. I believe you. <laughs> I gotta tweet that. What was it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's the real thing. <laughs> I swear to God. Is it? Yeah. Corrupts absolutely. Copy Maybe it, it is. Maybe copy I'm just it. being a dick right yeah, now. Yeah, copy it and Google and search it. Okay. All right. So while I'm while I'm looking this up, um, <laughs> yeah, it was really cool how it started off like the whole like kind of Star Trek like older vibe, and then it transitioned to like let you know that hey. That was something else. We're now into the real, regular scheduled programming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. That is actually a thing. Who said it? Um, I think it was uh, Lil Yachty. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Kanye West. Lil Pump. I had a dream of Kanye West last night. It's intense. He was sad. I uh, I invited Damn. him and Kim to a Halloween party. And they showed up together. And, uh, but he was sad. <laughs> oh, no. 
and that's the end of that story. Uh, okay, sorry. Absolutely arose as part of the absolute power corrupts. Absolutely arose as part of a quotation by the ex- expansively named and impressively hirsute, hirsute, h i r s u t e. I've never seen or heard that word before. John Emmerich Edward Dalberg Acton. It's a big name. The first Baron Acton. He lived from 1834 to 1902. The historian and moralist, who was otherwise known simply as Lord Acton, expressed this opinion in a letter to Bishop Mandel Creighton in 1887. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Learning. So what does that mean to you? What does that quote mean to you? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, basically what we were talking about. Like, when you have power, you're going to abuse it and you're going to... Like it's it's gonna it's gonna corrupt. It's gonna corrupt you. Yeah. And I feel like the best leaders on the planet have almost gone through that and come back knowing that it's like I gotta somehow stay in control. Uh, mm-hmm. Some leaders in the past that did it really well. Um, I mean, I haven't I haven't read any a lot of books about it. It's just really what I've learned over the years of my life. But mm. Alexander the Great was called Alexander the Great for a reason because he conquered, but he he kind of absorbed he didn't go around killing everybody like a lot of other famous leaders did from the yeah. past he 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 absorbed these cultures and these people and he taught i don't know he like if he was charismatic or or maybe i'm just they made him seem that way in the history books yeah maybe so long ago but um i know that like you know some american presidents and even some of our canadian prime ministers you know leaders that did really well um, mm-hmm. Trudeau yeah a lot of people liked him yeah he's a really good public speaker and yeah Elon Musk is doing a really good job I mean he's got look at how much power he has yeah did you also see the flamethrower that he built so yeah. <laughs> the absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah but like yeah he just launched the Tesla into space that's insane yeah that's so cool I was watching it um we could get a live feed going right now. Probably. So do you know what it's doing right now? It's orbiting the Earth, yeah. And do you know where it's going? Mars. Yeah. It, no, about, past Mars, I thought. It'll keep going forever. Apparently, it's it's going to be going on forever. It, it's, it's got a note on it that says, like, uh, humans made this. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, and there's, a, like, a human-like figurine or something like that, like, in the driver's seat, yeah. in a spacesuit, in the car, in the rocket. <laughs> like, I think I was listening to, like, Joe and Duncan the other day. And they were talking about how there could be like a body in there. Body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yo, you know what else would be cool? What if it's a miniature car? What if it, what if he's like everyone thinks he's like oh my god I spent all this money launching a big car? He's just like let's secretly make a little tiny one. Little like little yeah, miniature. You know, save a little, little bit dinky of money. car, Hot Wheels car. <laughs> oh my god, I'm joking. He's got more money. I looked this up the other day. Uh, he's worth like twenty billion dollars. Twenty billion. Twenty billion. Donald Trump's like around four or five or something. Billion. Billion. Damn. Damn. Billion. Billion. So he's just he's like yeah he's making rockets. I got like two hundred bucks <laughs> in the bank. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Seriously. Matt, did you hear see the spaceship thing? So, I'll explain it. So Elon Musk, who's doing SpaceX right now, okay, he's uh, he's been basically he's so smart he just took over NASA's mm-hmm. position of space exploration, um, and he launched one of his rockets, 
and he dropped a car, one of his own Tesla cars, Tesla in orbit here. around Earth, and it's got uh, GoPros on it or some sort of camera, and he's got a live feed right now that we could watch right now as it's circling the Earth, and slowly as its orbit expands, um, it will reach as far as Mars, and I think it's going to take some really cool photos or or Videos maybe even. just be cool that it's at Mars. I don't know. It's its purpose I'm but, sure it has a purpose yeah I'm sure it has a purpose but I wonder like as long as we have technology and your situation doesn't happen that yeah. we talked about earlier yeah this I think this is gonna be like a constant live feed for forever as long as we can keep it going yeah but like here's my question is like how is it wirelessly beaming that feed back to earth like what radio, radio waves or something like what is that technology how come we don't understand it's how they com- how they communicate with the mars rover and stuff they would mm-hmm. say it would take i think it took like weeks or months like they would send a message and it wouldn't do it for months while it was going through yeah because like it would have to like if it's a frequency it would have to travel at the speed of light right uh, I, I light would be like the the most. No, it's not at the speed of light. It's slower than the speed of light. Really? Yeah. Eh? Light is way faster. Okay, so it, maybe it's on a different yeah frequency there. Like it takes eight minutes to reach the sun to Earth. It's like seven minutes and fourteen seconds or whatever. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Yeah, but um, yeah, you Google that. So and and I'm I know for, I'm pretty sure that the the distance between the sun and the Earth is a lot bigger than the distance between the Earth and Mars. So, yeah, because they would have to wait double the amount of time. They would have to wait for... Eight minutes and 20 seconds. Eight minutes and 20 seconds. Eight minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so when they sent this um, this direction, you know, yeah. or task up to the Mars rover, it, can you look that up too, actually? Sure. How long it, it would take for the Mars rover to receive transmission? Because then it would make its movement, but then it would also take another month and a half or whatever to get back to them. So they were working, like, every single thing they were doing was taking, like, a three-month cycle or, or something. How long did it take for the Mars rover to... Receive transmissions from Earth. To receive transmissions... This is why this is why we need um, we need this the computer. Yeah. Next time we're definitely gonna do that. Also, I noticed we're looking. We're Twenty hours. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's not that much. It's, it's two, a lot faster than I thought. Well, so it's two hundred and fifty megabytes. Would take twenty hours. Megabytes. So how are they do? How are they transferring this data? It's, it's radio waves, I believe. But how do you get the data of something physical to go in the air? Like, man, it's, it, I need radio to go research waves. this. Yeah, I need to go like research it's like this. Our brain learn. waves are conducted like little little waves, just like the data is in there, is flying through the universe right now that we thought of when we were kids. That Abraham Lincoln Lincoln thought of when he was in president. <laughs> <laughs> then how come if they're flying? It's all flying through the through space forever. Okay, so okay, so this brings me to the next thing. Okay, so if we if our brains emit those same kind of radio waves, how do we receive them? Like, can you and I sit here and have a conversation? We kind of with do. just That's, our minds. Some people are sensitive and they're like, "Oh, this guy's giving me weird vibes." It's like, yeah, probably because he's staring at you. <laughs> I'm dressing you with his eyes. <laughs> As he's sharpening a knife, and I don't know, man. That, that's it's maybe we could one day. Maybe we'll, we'll, we will be able to read minds with a device. You put a device down and just think it, and it'll speak for you. 
That's the thing is like, you got to connect though. <laughs> What's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> what if, what if you don't even need a device? Cause it seems like to me, like what if we were born what if hu- humans have this capability? We just, we haven't, you know, explored it. Like we, instead we took the lazy way out, which is, you know, creating technology to do it wow. for us. You know what I mean? So like, what if we already possess this ability, but no one's actually figured it out yet and no one's actually paid attention to it. There's a lot of speculation that we did and that we used to have way more senses than we have now. Yeah. And as we're building these tools to help us through our life, we're losing the ability. If you stop, if apparently our feet are, are shaped differently now, like if you're having foot problems, they say don't walk around with shoes as much. Like try to walk around your house with bare feet all the time, strengthen those muscles. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you stop, like you go into space, your muscles are atrophying. Astronauts come back and put a watch on and they can't lift their arm anymore. Yeah, because they're used to no gravity. Basically, if you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true, though. If you don't use it, you lose it. So, so, <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, so uh, we used to have, um, apparently we used to have connections to our electromagnetic. This is like a real thing, um, a speculation that we used to be able to know where we were what direction we we're going a lot of people already do have this to be honest i don't i'm terrible with directions but some people without looking at this at the sun they just know where they are yeah is that actually a real thing can people do that i don't know maybe we'll have to look it up answers but, on the next podcast yeah because um here's like the, the pyramids apparently are on electromagnetic field perfectly lined up uh yeah he, uh, he, stonehenge Mm-hmm. All of these huge things are on electromagnetic fields. How it, it did it again, or that one did. How, um, cardful. Brutal. Oh. We're just about to wrap up anyway, so. Okay. There's 11 seconds left on the timer. Okay. Anyways, okay, so let's, let's get through this real quick. Okay. Well, we're missing a camera. Should we just put a, do you have another card in there? What card, how big is the card that's in there? Oh, oh shoot, sense. I wish I had known that. Only yeah. Four on here, but Because we're going to be out of here in yeah. this room in 14 Sh- minutes. Shut it up, yeah. Was it, com- and it was completely empty when we started? Oh, so how much was left on it? A lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Excellent. I should have put mine in there anyways. Oh, no, mine's in there. Either way. Okay, yeah, cool. I, I would have one. So, yeah, so what, what were we talking about? We're talking about the pyramids and Stonehenge and how yeah. they're on this electromagnetic. So that's... Electro, yeah. Apparently, it used to be more than just that, too, though. Like, we could uh, pick up on emotions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, we still can, you know what I mean? Like, we get into a car, go into a room with right. our girlfriends, and you're like, okay, what are you pissed about today? Yeah, you're right. So you know I mean? so maybe like, those just went deeper. We had more yeah. control and more sensitivity. Yeah. Like you, like people, we still can totally pick it up. Like I can, like I can pick up, like if you're in like a salty mood or, you know, if you're not, you know, feeling like really good, like you can pick up on that mm-hmm. just by being like around that person. Yeah, for sure. Someone walks in the room, you're like, wow, who's shitting your cornflakes? Yeah. <laughs> Who pissed in your oatmeal? <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Yeah, one more thing about the the pyramids. I okay. watched this video the other day, and it was this guy talking about, you know, the pyramids and and all this crazy stuff. And it's it's like, 
like one of the, the things points to like true north and it's like how how did the Egyptians know what true north was right. you know 8,000 or 10,000 years ago where however long it was like however many years ago it was yeah because here's the reason why that is so important actually what you just said mm-hmm. you can magnetize a needle and float it in water somehow and it will point towards magnetic north yeah which is different than true north Right. So how do you know where true north is? That's what I'm saying. And then, dude, and here, get this. Like, before the world was even, like, explored, the pyramids are built. If you take, like, the the width of the pyramids and you divide them or multiply them by a certain size, it's the exact circumference of the equator. Right. Of the earth. I do remember hearing that somewhere. I don't even know if I fully believe that. And, like, anyways, if... Like, I can't remember the name of the video. Like, I'll try and find it and link it in the bottom. But, uh, like, there was a bunch of other of these, like, crazy, crazy statistics of, like, how did the, how did the Egyptians know this 10,000 years ago? How did they build the pyramids according to the Earth and according to the planets, which they couldn't even see with the naked eye? You know I mean? Like, wow. Aliens. Yeah, that's it. That's aliens. Aliens. A UFO comes down, you know? Uh, yeah. I think they're just way smarter than we are. And even though we think we're smarter, our technology is smarter. People are smart because they have a computer and a calculator at their disposal. Yeah. But these people were just plain old smart. And maybe maybe we're just as smart now. We're just busy and lazy with technology and things that, you know, people have put into our hands, you yeah. know? So on that point... I think we should all get out a little more. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> learn how note. to be a little bit more eco-friendly so that we don't have to have some crazy catastrophe happen before. Yeah. You know, but through the, let's all let's try and let's eat better. Let's let's investigate ghosts more. <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. connect with nature and the earth and just take everything that we have. Um, for granted, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Cause, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Let's no, and like on a on a on a serious level, let's let's try and you know respect other people and the earth and you know the gift of life which we have been granted. So, what are you gonna try to do better over the week? And we'll talk about it next week. What am I gonna try and do better? Yeah, I'm gonna long division. Oh my god! I was just thinking that today. I was like. I came up with a, I think I needed to divide 173 by three. And I was thinking about it. I was like, ah, oh, man, I really, I, oh yeah. Okay. All right. We're wrapping it up. So, um, we'll continue this conversation next time, next week. Yeah. Next week. Okay. Ciao.